Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. The one day I thought that I was going to get off from podcasting. Not that I want time off. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff we need to talk about. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be addressed. And there's a few of you that need to hear my voice. But maybe not uh, too many of you. I like to get a little bit uh, you know, rambunctious. Today we have with us a lady who forced her way onto the show because she's great and we love her. We've had her on before. She is an author of a few books. She is an author of A Crazy Life. She has uh, lived the dream, everything that we've ever wanted. She's had some experiences. We're not speaking with the author today. We're speaking with the world traveler and the world experiencer. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show, Dawn Bates. Happy to have you. Hello, forced my way onto the show. Listen to <laughs> it, uh, I say that just obviously in jest, but I say that as in, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. And mm. uh, since you and I first met, you have, uh, obviously the algorithms have put my information and my stories and my ramblings into your eyeballs. So you're forced to comment and boy, do you have a lot to say. So uh, <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> I really like that. I really enjoy that. I love your energy. And I was saying before we went live, like I am exhausted. It's, it's been a time. And, and I said, you know, I said, mm -hmm. I got you know, to shake it off. I got to get into it. I got to put on my podcast or my announcer voice. So <laughs> got to uh, put on your podcaster pants. That's right. The PP pants there. So we fired it up. Um, and you mentioned, you know, living through, uh, living through uh, a similar regime. Uh, in mm. different countries at different times, but all following the same pattern. Because recently we've been talking about, we've been talking, or, or they've been talking about, obviously uh, proposed bills to take away certain freedoms, not just in Canada. Because you're, like you said, you're in uh, Buenos Aires right now. I think I'm we in found Buenos you. Aires at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you're currently just hopping all over the world, just collecting and spreading coronavirus, and and just being a, just, <laughs> just a terrible. Oh my god! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you actually, did you, I love this and, and my listeners have heard this before, but those that haven't heard it, you're going to hear it again because I do love this, this comment. The guy that says, it was a meme. It said, if you believe the mainstream story, he goes, let me sum it up for you in one paragraph. Man in China makes bat soup so strong. It collapses the world economy. Give me your freedom. The end. That's the bestseller. That, Hell, <laughs> that's put me out of work. What's going on? Yeah, that's, that's. <laughs> That's the, that's the Cole's notes of coronavirus, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think so, I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. And no, I don't think you're spreading coronavirus. I'm one of those weird people that don't quite believe that it is what they say it is. Oh, big shocker! And much like uh, what's her name, uh, Evangeline Lilly. Uh, it's bullshit. She called it hoax. And now everyone's like, oh, sorry, the story goes, everyone's like, let's get her out of the Marvel comic universe. And it's funny because it's not. So she said something and then somebody printed something and then everybody else printed something and then everybody's up in arms. Mm. And the media, Chinese whispers. the media manipulation has, is, has to be running its course, which mm -hmm. leads us into you. I mean, people are starting to wake up to the bullshit. People are starting to wake up to the fact yep. that how am I supposed to pay attention in Canada, for example, they've shut down. They've shut down the gyms and the fitness centers, and they've left the liquor stores open. Mm -hmm. And this is the world that we live in. We're supposed to be like, oh yeah, for our health and safety, the gym's out. But for for our health and safety, the liquor store's in. So the person running the cash at the liquor store, fuck them. I don't care about them. I don't care mm -hmm. about their life. I don't care who they think they are. If they, if this country needs its booze. 
that person that's running the cash of the liquor store, you can fucking die for all I care. That's basically what our government is saying. You can go and fucking die because Steve up the road needs his alcohol and because we can't manipulate a sober audience. Oh, sorry if that was a bit harsh on everybody. And if you do work at the liquor store, quit. What the fuck? You're just a pawn. It's a piss off. I'm going to have to put an explicit <laughs> on this thing. Anyway, you got me all riled up again. Pants are on. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's and this is the thing it is so like just watching it and you know I, I, I'm just sitting here going like what I don't understand the mass hysteria on this because when you actually sit back and remove yourself from it and go okay Emotions aside, and I know this is very difficult for a lot of people because we love the drama, we love the, being in our victim story, we love going, oh, it happened to me. And I'm even starting to see people say, oh, I had it. I've had it before. I was so really sick. Well, maybe you did, but maybe you didn't. Maybe you were just sick. Maybe you just had a severe bout of the flu. And But what we're seeing in the UK, I mean, I mean, my children are in the UK, um, but what I'm starting to see is that some people are saying, I've had the, I've had the coronavirus. Did you really? Mm. Or are you just attaching yourself to this new narrative to give yourself some precedence or what have you? But one of the things I was reading um, and what I, I'm seeing here is so similar to what I saw when I lived out in Egypt through the curfew and the civil uprising, uh, sorry, the uprising, the civil unrest there and the dictatorship. And the fact that what we're seeing around the world, not just with, with what's happening now, but when you have got the, um, the governments adding, um, legislation on the bottom of bills that should not be there and then just saying well i can ignore all the laws that are in existence because this is now a state of emergency as we were discussing the other day um on the book face and you know it it's like these changes to laws that are now being put out there are taking away civil liberties and yes people are waking up and these are the conversations that need to be had but when you have got politicians that are being given absolute power and can ignore all the laws and anybody that chooses to disagree with anything the parliament are saying or the politicians are saying and they're now being made into criminals so are we saying that that anyone that what they're basically saying is anyone that disagrees with government anyone that disagrees with this parliamentary decision or the narrative that they're putting out are now going to become criminals. This is now being written into legislation. And so this is actually going to be there forevermore. And those of us who know and have studied the law, we know that these parts of the law can then come back in 10 years time, 20 years time, 30 years time, 50, 100 years time again. Well, actually, this clause is now to do with the state of emergency. So we can now arrest you and imprison you. But why are we allowing governments to actually then go, because it's a state of emergency, they can change all of these laws and act in any way possible. And anyone disagreeing with them will be then locked up in prison, like we're seeing in Hungary. 
like we're seeing here in parts of Latin America, it hasn't actually gone public yet. But just like I saw when I lived out in Egypt, anyone that disagrees disappears. It's a bit like Tetris, mm. except when you fit in, you disappear in Tetris. Um, it's it's I, a fascinating time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there and I was pondering. It, it, normally I don't leave, you know, silence. Uh, but it's right. You know, there are things that, how do I put this? I am only able to deduce based on my level of deduction, <laughs> skills, knowledge, uh, my level of research, my level of cracking the code. I'm only able to pro pontificate. Is that, that? Yeah. Hey, that's good. I like that I one. Like that one. Yeah. See what I'm doing there. I'm getting yeah. fancy. So I'm only getting able to fancy pants. That's right. I'm, I've got all the pants <laughs> on today. <laughs> I'm only, pants I'm, only to, got in the department store. <laughs> I'm only able to do that based on the knowledge that I have. And then, mm. so the people that argue with me argue with me based on the knowledge that they have. Mm. Uh, one thing I found lately is that not many people are arguing. And, and one, and one of the great things is a lot of the people that used to, I'd said to you before we went live is I've been on like 15 different shows uh, in the past couple of days. Um, it, it's just, it's just because, People are now asking, and those that you know were used to mock are are looking for answers. They're looking for something to to give them. You know, they're just looking for something because they're starting to see differences. Mm. And why I can appreciate that, and why I I'm okay with this, is because what you said. You said that you know eventually they're going to write things in the law. There was something that was posted. I think I even put it up here. It was. Uh, other than my frog and the fuckery, it was. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. That was, good, eh? yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, okay, so it says here uh, Canada is considering invoking the Emergencies Act to combat COVID 19. It would enable the government to seize property, public utilities, uh, prohibit public assembly, and restrict travel. Do mm. you think the government should take this step? Now, this ad, well, this was a poll, and it was posted by Global News, and anyone in Canada knows that Global News is the number one liberal propaganda machine. Uh, the poll was massively favored towards yes when this thing went live. So you could tell that the bots went ham on this thing, and, you know, and, and, and they were trying to dissuade the, the nation. But it ran for 24 hours, and with a resounding close, the nose won it. Um, which says to me that no matter how much crap they put in our way and no matter how much stuff they, 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 they seem to want to shove down our throats, we're aware of it. And when push comes to shove and when, we've, when, we, when we truly do understand it, I, I sit here opposed to the government, which makes me mm -hmm. a terrible person by nature and by the movies and by media and by everything that everyone's ever told. If I oppose the government, then I am a bad seed. Mm. Um, you're a troublemaker i'm a troublemaker i go against the grain i don't i don't fit in i'm the black cog to the white chicken fence so i look at this and i see two of us <laughs> there you go yeah yeah i am i see the i see the, i see the world I see the world differently, but I think the world is waking up. So when you say they're going to start implementing this stuff and they're going to start, you know, enforcing this stuff and I've seen it back in the day. Sure. You know, back when you lived through it, I agree that that, I don't, it's not that I, I disagree that it happened. I'm saying I agree. I almost agree with the government's tactics. Like I almost say, you know what? They could get away with it. So damn right. They should get away with it. And now it's in the history books. 
as mm-hmm. to what they did. And now you're able to speak on what they did and share with this audience and any audience that's listening, what you lived through to know that they're repeating it now. Mm-hmm. So, so the world that we live in now has this podcast, has hundreds of podcasts like this podcast. Uh, and has the information that hasn't been shut down and hasn't been edited. Podcasts have not been edited yet. Eventually, them they sure haven't will be. yet. Yeah, and that's why. And this that's why is the we thing: speak. any of us that appear on this kind of podcast that are challenging it, yeah, we're getting flagged. Passports, right? And this is the thing: here in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, this is the first country. I mean, I've been to over forty countries, lived and worked, you know, and mm. this is the first country I've been to. Every single time I go to a shop and pay on my card. I have to sign and give them my passport number. What? That is scary. Why, why are you still because there? Because you need to have to. Why am I still here? Because I can't let it go anywhere. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> they have. They, they shut the borders down. That's where you got stuck. They, they've shut, I'm stuck here. But the thing is, it's like the, 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 the fear that is being spread. But what one thing that is baffling me is. People keep saying, oh, the government can't tell us what to do. We're free thinking, blah, blah, blah. And although I agree with containing it, this virus, if that's what it is, um, and it's like people are not looking beyond. I mean, we just had um, in the UK, they just had an 18-year-old. And the journalism that is going on right now is so incredibly irresponsible (laughs) because people are not looking at the beyond the the obvious like you've got an 18 year old so one of the british journalists has just said it's affecting people from 18 years to 102 years because the youngest person to have died is 18 the oldest is 102 what they're not reporting in in defense of the 102 year old in defense of the 102 year old everything affects them (laughs) absolutely but this 18 year old had been in a hospital had been incredibly sick and this is the thing, even my 13-year-old son was like, mummy, what's going on for them? Like, it's just no different to if nanny and granddad get sick on top of being sick, on top of being sick. Granddad's got diabetes, mummy. What happens if he gets pneumonia? What happens if he gets a cold? He's going to die. <laughs> my dad was not really that excited to hear that news. Um, but what we're not looking at is we're not looking at the pre-existing conditions. And my when my 13-year-old, and I'm referencing him because he's, oh, I just love his mind. Because, mummy, we just got to follow the money. We have got to look at the fact that it is cheaper for governments to kill these people off and actually bail out the, the businesses at the moment than it will be to keep paying for these people to be supported in hospitals and on their pensions. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, he's 13 and he gets it more than most adults. And he's right. It's like when you look at the the amount that governments are paying out in health service, the amount that they're paying out in pensions, is it, isn't it cheaper just to do this and bail out? So do you think, <laughs> do you think people are sick? Because of what you just said, you just assume. Yeah, right. Of course, people are sick. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, You said it would be cheaper, which implies that there are people in hospital beds. Do you think people are sick? Do you think COVID is real? Do you think COVID is the epidemic that they say it is? No, I don't believe it is. So then your son's wrong. 
I don't care how smart he is at 13. He's wrong. He's yeah, a goddamn wrong. The fact that he's thinking critically, the You're fact right. that he's yeah. considering this. But you just boosted your son and you confused an audience because they're like, wait a minute, does, this, does, does he have a guest on the show that thinks this is real? And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you do think this is real, come on the show. I mean, I'd love to debate this with somebody that thinks it's real. Um, and okay, so back to that, your, your son is right. Your son is right when it comes to that. You know, these are the options and these are the things that the majority of the world will be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Right, again, which comes back to, uh, we, can only, we can only deduce what, what we know and what we think we know and what we understand and what we comprehend as, as a reality mm-hmm. becomes our, our, our projection into things. No, the powers that be own the money. Jeff Bezos, for example, could, could, could supply money to every single person in North America for years and not have to worry about it. Money's not, money's not the issue. Money mm. is not the issue. No, it's not. The people that money is never the issue. Exactly. And, and in this scenario, follow the money does make sense because follow the money makes sense in every scenario, but follow the money is, this is the game we're playing. Follow, you know, follow Like if you're, if you're, if you're trying to track down a rat in a maze, follow the crumbs, follow the mess. You know, these are the rules that we have. Even though the money's irrelevant, these are the rules that mm. we have to play with. So in keeping with that, if the money is irrelevant, then what truly is the purpose of this? Is it a wipeout? I mean, I've heard so many things. I've heard, I've heard initially that this was 5G radiation, which makes sense. I've heard initially that there were so many problems that we couldn't handle. So we had to, that, that we had to sort of do this one thing and take care of all of them at once. I.e. in Canada, if you, you can look at $82 billion, all of a sudden Canada has $82 billion, by the way, after our vets have been starving and homeless forever. And again, nobody cares about the homeless okay. in this whole scenario and situation. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, nobody cares about the homeless. I'm going to put that out there again. Nobody's mentioned the homeless. I'm going to state that again. In Canada, I mentioned the homeless the other day. Behind. There you go. Good. I did. I did mention I, the homeless the I, other day. I was addressing more the audience to give them something to think about because oh, okay. I know I know you were talking. About <laughs> I'm not repeating it to you. I'm talking. You know, I do talk to you and I talk to the audience all at the same time. I I thought that was clear as I switched from position to position. But that, <laughs> I'll just turn to my seat. How's that? Then you'll know who I'm yeah, talking yeah. to. Okay, good. <laughs> Are you looking at me? <laughs> so, um, so when when it comes down to it, you know, why did you know why did why did the natives get uh, 300 million and the, and the hospitals get uh, 295 million? You know, I'm not saying the natives shouldn't have gotten it, but I do know that before this all started, there was a huge problem with certain scenarios and situations. And the Native Americans, sorry, the Native Canadians were, they were protesting stuff and they were, they were trying to get things done and they had blocked down via rail. And it's all part of the story. They had blocked down our mm-hmm. train system. It's all part of the story. The travel systems, they had been doing this, that, and the other thing. And now there's no mention of any of that anywhere. Um, and there's an interesting addendum into the bonus package, the $82 billion, where uh, the teachers get their money. The, the problem that the teachers were having because the teachers were on strike as well. So the teachers get their money. Uh, that gets swept under the rug. The natives get their money. That gets swept under the rug. And there's a few other people that got added to this $82 billion um, mm-hmm. that, that, that people aren't paying attention to. And all of these problems are, be, are being fixed. And all these problems are being solved. And you know who I want to hear from? I want Because before all this went down, the feminists were enraged with everything. Do you remember what's his name had a, a huge spot? I can't remember the author's name, but he was like front and forefront or forerunner of all of this. Uh, Peterson, Jordan Peterson, mm. because, because the feministas went nuts and the feministas didn't, they're beautiful people, but 
the militarized ones went crazy. So all of the chaos and all of the everything that was taking place in the world, all of it was just, it was like, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. 2020 has just been one giant walking, talking fuckery. And then we get this and people are like, mm-hmm. boom, just like you said, nobody's looking into the future. Nobody's planning ahead, but also yeah, nobody's looking behind them. Nobody's going, wait a tick, Basil. Wait a tick, Basil. Why did all the CEOs step down of all these Fortune 500 companies? Where'd they go? What's that all about? Absolutely. And why is it a company that has been uh, in existence for 40 years? I think it's called Inovia. Why is it from the 1st of January to the 11th of March did this company, one pharmaceutical company, make, was it 208 million in two months by selling shares? Mm -hmm when they have never had a product before, they've been in existence for 40 years. This is a way of spreading mass hysteria and making everybody sick with worry. And I repeat that, sick with worry and sick Sick. with fear. Sick. Sick. Yeah, I'm repeating your sickness. You said sick with worry, sick with fear, lowering the vibrations, giving them alcohol, taking away their gym, fucking Mm -hmm. with them. Making sure that they order delivery and store their their food supplies up with stuff that creates high levels of acidity, high levels of cortisol and sugar, which creates more illness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then just sitting them in front of a TV, making them so racked that they're being programmed. Because we, you and I, and most of your listeners will know that the TV is a brainwashing tool. It was designed as a programming tool. And you've now got people sitting in, um, in front of a TV watching, so scared to switch off and they're looking at all of this stuff and it's like, hang on a second, switch it off, spend some time with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, switch it off, get away from it and start spending this time that you are on lockdown to educate yourself, read, read books. I, I know some really great authors out there. Um, and, I, I know, you know yeah. <laughs> And, you know, invest in yourself. And if you're going to use this time, I mean, there are people that are walking around in the street here. No, no masks on. I mean, I I mean, the gentleman I'm staying with at the moment, all the hotels have shut down. If it hadn't been for Airbnb, what would I have done? Mm -hmm. Because hotels are shut down. We've been, you know, we've got nowhere to go. Those of us that are traveling, we're in lockdown. We're in different countries. And when you actually look at border crossings and who they're letting in and who they're not letting in, I mean, I've, the guys had to take photocopies, like photos of my phone and my passport, sorry, to actually prove that I've actually been in South America and not come from England or not come from Europe. The fact that I was at, th- I was at sea for three months before arriving on land here in South America. And, and it's about the fact that people have become so fearful, you know, there's just so much going on. And I'm just, I keep thinking back to my time in Egypt. There are so many similarities of what was going on there, how people were disappearing, anyone that disagreed with the government and the fact that it, you know, they were just given a blanket right because it was a destabilization. There was a state of emergency militaries are in control militaries are in charge militaries are making far too much money for it to become a state egypt will never while there is military rule and a dictator in place egypt will never regain um any kind of the the government and the military are just making far too much money 
for people in Egypt to be out of a dictatorship now. And when you're seeing it happening in countries such as Hungary and different places and the militarization, and they're saying in London that the military are there to help uh, share. Um, a friend of mine lives in London. She says the military are on the street store. She goes, they're locking down and they're arresting people. Okay. They're fining people. Over 4,000 fines had been issued. And I said, but how many of us actually know someone who's got this supposed coronavirus? How many of us have actually seen all these pictures of body bags? Where are these? What do you you know about adrenochrome? Adrenochrome? Yeah. The way you said that, I would assume not much. So so the military, the military... Well, okay. What do you know about gas prices right now? You don't drive. Have you noticed? Have you heard about the gas prices? And well, they've uh, no, I didn't know what's happening with the gas prices. Have they gone up or something? Uh, they've been cut in half. They've been cut in half. Yeah. So what happened was there's this rumor that the Russians um, have decided to screw. It's with- been very quiet, by the way. I thought that's quite interesting. Well, because the, the, it's part of a narrative. The, the Russians never did anything wrong. I'm not over here going, yay, Ruskies. But I like Alexander Ovechkin. Seems like a good dude. Um, and Putin's last name is pretty close to a Canadian treat, Putin. So that's all right. Um, now, when it comes to the Russians being quiet, I mean, these guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. These guys, it's a stage. This whole thing is a play. It's a, we're, we're mm. all puppets. So They're I don't, not playing the game. What's happening? Yeah, you're not hearing much because you don't need to, because that Cold War threat can whenever you know just remember. And then there are the Russians, but then you hear the Russians are fighting with the Saudis and they're screwing with the oil supply. In other words, they're like flooding the market, mm-hmm. um, and they're and they're dropping the prices, this that and the other thing. And it's it's a lie. It's a scam. What actually happened, based on the information that I have, is that the, the sweeping um, change avant garde, as Donald Trump says, draining the swamp. Uh, and I'm not a QAnon guy, even though I do like some of his stories and I do, I have taken some of his things with him. I'm not a QAnon guy. I'm not a flat earther. I'm not pigeonholed into anything. I don't care. My buddy, Brian Stavely said it the best. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Just ask questions. Mm. Now, when it comes to Q and when it comes to this, he's talked about draining the swamp. He's talked about this. Um, so the Saudis went down the, the UAE, the, the Arab Emirates, the, 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 the princes gone gone, gone, gone. So these people are wiped out. And there's a ton of research on that. If anybody wants to call me out on it, just look it up. I mean, it's mm-hmm. out there. Just take a look. Uh, so the Saudi, the, the, the Saudi royal family, gone. Uh, the British royal family, going. And that's why the military is in London right now. And that's why London is under a severe-ish lockdown. But the military in London are not wearing special masks. They're not in gear. They're not doing no, anything. No. They're just regular people wearing mm-hmm. fancy pants and other fancy pants mm-hmm. and they're handing out tickets to keep people down because they don't want to see what happens. Keep when, the fear going. When, yeah. They, and if the, if the fear is going and then, and then if everything goes according to proper plan in London, then they'll be able to just close it up. That's why again, Los Angeles, California is on complete lockdown too, because they're taking care of the cabal. They got rid of the Arabs. They got rid of the CEOs. The business CEOs are gone. The problematic CEOs are out of the way. They're gone. And when I say problematic, I mean typically the cabal. And this, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is just for entertainment purposes. I will preface this by saying this is what I've done the research on and this is where I've come to. And my opinion may change later in life or Mm -hmm. may change when new information comes out because you know what? I have the ability to 
change my mind, change my stance, keep mm-hmm. researching new opinion, change my mind, change everything about everything that I do, change my pants. So, so one thing I'd that, like to ask, um, now that you've mentioned uh, the, uh, the, we've been talking, why is it um, before all of this was kicking off, we've got airstrikes and all this stuff going on in Iran. And how many people actually know about the British airstrikes that have killed over 17 people in Iran? We're not supposed to be there. But we've got all this so-called coronavirus hiding all of the other stuff that's going on out there. We're not supposed to be there. We're supposed to be allies. And then it's like people aren't asking this question. Again, it's like it's a classic distraction technique. When your children are throwing a tantrum, you go and wave a toy over here. Mm -hmm. Calms down the tantrum. It distracts them. It is classic distraction technique, classic fear techniques, classic control. You only control the people when you're afraid they're waking up or you're afraid they're going to do something or they're afraid that they're finding stuff out. If you want to take, if you want to take on for your own personal entertainment, uh, a challenge, just Google uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Adrenochrome, Tom Hanks, Madonna, uh, Celine Dion, uh, any of these, you know, typical type celebrities, and you're going to see some crazy stuff. You know, the idea of vampires, it came from somewhere. Don't Google frazzle drip. I'm sorry I even mentioned that in this goddamn podcast. It's disgusting. Um, the, the, the idea of, of the whole thing, I mean, we've got, a, we've got an interconnected society going on right now. Um, the, the Brits are getting taken out. Prince Charles just got the COVID today, they said. But the Queen's been dead for a while now, uh, and they're going to announce it. He probably gives it to her. She keeps coming back. She, they're going to give it to her and she's going to die, but she's not actually been in the public light for, I think over a year now. So I think it was last May or not a hundred percent sure, but she's not, she's, she's been dead for a while. Uh, I read articles on that too. And again, people are like, show me the articles. Well, you know what? Look for them if you care uh, or not, just call me names. Uh, either way, call me names. Don't do whatever you want to do. As long as you're happy. Fuck Christ. Uh, so the, the whole thing is, is it's not very British of me, is it really to be sat <laughs> Oh no. And what well, I laughed when you were talking about that. If, they, if anybody heard me, like you said, the Brits bombed Iran and I laughed, I wasn't laughing at the Iranians getting bombed. I just pictured Austin powers in a big plane throwing bombs at people. That's all it was. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the British military army to me is, is laughable. You guys are a hoot, you know? Um, but that's, that's what, that's what the media did. You know, the media is like, these guys are, as I sit here drinking my tea, I'm like, the media just made you guys all to be, teetoten buffoons and uh i don't know what to say about that other than you know that we're all subjected to a certain lineage of information where it came from how we have it what we did with it but it's not it's not true it was true when we needed it to be true but then as we sort of deduce more and look at more and the simple fact that ladies and gentlemen every single person has a facebook account Every single person practically under the sun has a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. So all of you listening to this right now can go and look at all of your friends on Facebook, scan them all, all the ones you don't even talk to. Just go into your friends list and look at them one by one. You've got 5,000 fans. You're going to be here a while. Do yeah. Yeah, right? I delete regularly. There, <laughs> there, there isn't a single person there that's got the COVID on any of your profiles. Nobody's this sharing is what to everybody how many people do you actually know that has this mm-hmm. and people are like, well i only know like 10 people i'm like no man you've got hundreds of friends on facebook and if anyone you. had it they would how share. many absolutely and 
everyone's going, oh, it lasts for months. And I'm like, okay, there's a woman who apparently had it. She was recovered in two or three days. And people say, yeah, but now the Chinese are sending home foreign reporters. I'm like, no, they're not. The reason why it's all getting hushed up up there because they're sending out. I I know people who are reporters out in China. One of the things that China, they did send home some foreign reporters, but there are still reporters out in China. And the thing is, it's like, when you consider that the Indian government actually said, well, if you just take these few different, I think there was like a combination of three different drugs. If you take these, you'll be fine. Vitamin C. When you look at the amount of people that are in India, um, I can't remember what the names of the drugs were. Hang on a second. But, and, and for me, it was just, when you look at the amount of people that are in the world and that are in the, and come on people need to i i'm getting to the point where i get quite frustrated um and if i wasn't in lockdown here in i mean like i said i've already been in lockdown and under curfew when i lived in egypt so i'm like just getting on with my i mean i I kind of put myself in quarantine anyway writing books and coaching clients all online and this is the other thing i've said to people isn't it about time this is a massive wake up for businesses because how many, how long have we had telecommuting? How long have we had the internet? How long have we been able to have a Skype call or a Zoom call? Mm-hmm. And now businesses are oh panicking because they're going to go out of business. No, I've been having global meetings online with people around the world, which is what a global meeting means for those people not aware for like the last 20 years. And if businesses are going out of business, it's because they've not embraced the technology. How long have podcasts been around? How long has video been around where you can share it? We've had this technology. If you're going out of business, Mm -hmm. it's because you've not innovated. Another thing too, people don't understand is that, you know, businesses are conglomerates. It's like right now I'm just a one man show to a degree. Mm -hmm. I have a team. Well, had a team. I still have a team. Um, we haven't, you know, things are obviously slowed down right now, but it's all been, it's all been, uh, people at home. It's all been local people. It's all been, mm-hmm. you know, outsourcing and, and, and virtual assistants and all that sort of stuff. And Absolutely. You know, designers, what's that? Somebody's after me or you? <laughs> that is a vital van that we keep getting them going past. We'll have like the, that is, I, I'm not quite sure if it's blood or, whether it's what it is, but they have green signs and they've just got the word vital written across the front of it. Important. I should get that written across my car. I'm vital. <laughs> vital. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're right. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, this is a weird, weird, weird situation. And I've said it a few times. It's I, too suspicious. I, I, I honestly also think that it's white hat right now. I think that it's the good guys doing this because mm-hmm. there's something that people aren't necessarily talking about. And it's the fact that, like my account, for example, my Instagram account was shadow banned for years, years, because I posted some stuff and kept posting stuff and they didn't want me to send my truth. Like I built up a, an audience uh, in about a year that was close to 50 grand. And ever since then, it's been gradually dwindling away. There's just nothing I could do about it. Uh, I wasn't getting any traction. And then the past couple of weeks, full blown traction as if nothing had happened, like five years of being shut down. And now I'm getting full blown traction again. Mm. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting aspect that you know the, the social media those uh, the filters are still on, but the shadow bands are gone. People will now be seen. My other podcast, my other podcast got picked up on 
uh, on the front page of Google and the front page, regardless of anything has always been ads, regardless of anything, mm. it's always been paid ads as the front page, no matter what they look like. If they're on the front page of your Google search, they paid top dollar to get there. Yeah, so they did. I, and I'm on the front page because we were talking about Ellen DeGeneres and COVID and like, boom, there it is. Boom. Front page. Our other podcast blew up. It was great. Becoming the free. Take a look, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. So it's an interesting thing, you know, to, to really sort of push this narrative and to see what's truly happening. And when I say white hat, again, I mean, like you said, there is a change of guard. There is, there's an old way of doing things, you know, going to work every single day, going to an office, sitting in traffic was, was prison. You know, there's yeah, a freedom. It was. It was a self-imposed prison. There's, and this and it, is what's happening right now because people are like, they're, they're being forced out of that prison. They're being released mm -hmm. from prison by, by being forcibly quarantined. And they don't even understand. It's, it's like, this is so foreign to me that now I'm in prison. I'm in prison at my house. And they don't realize that they've been in prison their whole life at that job. Yeah. You know, so I said this the other day, I don't know if you saw it, was that if you do not want to be at home, and you do not want to be with your family, you got work to do. Because if you don't want to be in your own home, what the heck is going on with that? Yeah, you if you doing? don't want to be with these people that you say you love, what's going on with that? But also going back to the point that you were saying, like my, I've got a team member in Sydney, I've got two team members in Sydney. Uh, one of them is actually still in Melbourne. She was due to go back to the UK. I've got somebody in the UK and I'm, got somebody else that I'm working, my business has not been affected because it has been purely online for the, like the last five years. Everything I do is online. Mm -hmm. um, but it, when people are, they, they don't, and I remember a friend of mine recently said to me, Dawn, do you remember about 15, 16 years ago when we were working on something in the city um, to encourage employers to, to be rewarded for parents to work a 10 till two or to work from home. And now some 15, 16 years later, this is actually happening because people are now, because the roads are clearer and everyone keeps going, oh, but all of this, you know, the Italian canals are cleaning up and the universe has spoken. And yeah, I, I love getting my witchy woo woo and my, you know, spiritual vibe going on and my environmental head on. But one of the reasons why the waters and the canals in Italy are looking clear is just because all the sediment has gone back to the bottom. And the reason why, like the animals are now coming out because they're not afraid, you know, they don't want. And we, when we look at how the planet heals itself, we only have to look at Chernobyl, you know, and how the, the forests there have started growing back. You know, humans can't go there, but the animals and the trees are growing and populating i don't know if you've seen you're frowning not that i'm listening to you no, nobody can see oh. me nobody can see me no, i'm listening you to you you're the only one that can see me this is a podcast this is a no, podcast I know. <laughs> no, I do get that. but what i'm saying is it's like just because um like i the, the fact that just because humans can't live through stuff uh, a lot of it is self-imposed and, I, and I'm just... What do you mean a lot of it is self-imposed? All of it is self-imposed. Yeah. If you're not happy with I, your job, just, quit. If you're not happy with your life, make a better one. If you're not happy with your <laughs> wife, say quit. do another one. Yeah, you can't quit your life. 
you know, but you can change. <laughs> yeah. There is no failure. There's no failure. There's no nothing. There's only adapting. You only adapt. You grow. Exactly. You grow. You know? so this at the end of the day, when like literally when all this comes to be, when all this comes to pass, nobody's going to roll over. Nobody alive today is going to roll over. Granted, you know, they predicted all this shit going down in George Orwell's 1984. So it is going to come to pass. I would assume probably not in my lifetime. You know, there's going to be people that are going to be grandfathered out. And how can we, and also there's going to be people that are going to be waking up because we can't, the same leaders right now cannot oppress these people. I will lead a revolution if I have to until I get shot. I don't care. If that's, mm-hmm. the, if that's the calling of my life, then that's the calling of my life. My experience is to be simply somebody who helps people wake up, wake up, wake up, John, wake up. <laughs> I wish I hadn't used that name, but anyway, moving on. <laughs> Sorry about but that. But this is the thing. That's all right. That, that there's for me. There is when people have said to me, "Aren't you afraid of what you've written in your books?" I'm like, "No. Why should I be afraid of speaking the truth?" It's like I said to the police in Scotland, "I am not going to lie to give truth to your lies. I would rather you send me to prison for telling the truth." then let me free or reduce a so-called sentence that you wish to impose on me for lying. You know what's funny too about that? Like what's prison? Prison is a bed. Prison is three square meals a day. You might meet some cool people in prison. You might, you know, do some stuff, change your life, change some things, make some people I happy. I did so many squats and press-ups and like, I, I like the time I was in that police cell for t- two and a half days, I okay, it was only two and a half days, but mm-hmm. still the workouts I got done in those two and a half days yeah you came out looking great got a date everything was fantastic <laughs> right these are the things right the only, <laughs> prison prison in itself is is the lockdown in your mind prison is absolutely anything. if you don't want to be in prison it's going to suck if you're like hey man i'm going to prison let's check this yeah. out it's probably going to be yeah. like high school because it's almost identical to high school yeah. So, you know, the bell goes, you move here. The bell goes, you move there. The bell goes, it's lunchtime. The bell goes, you hit, mm-hmm. move here. Absolutely. The bell goes, you go back to You have to, to be at work by nine. You have to sit in traffic. You have to do this. You have to eat at this time. You eat three meals a day. No, you eat when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tell, you're they, eating three meals a day and you're eating what everybody else tells you to eat. And that's what, that's what, that's what society is waking up to. We've been dictated to our entire lives about shit. And we think we're fighting our own imprisonment with new imprisonment. I don't want this. I don't want to be, I don't want this. I don't want this. It's like, what the fuck mm-hmm. have you been doing? Where the fuck have mm-hmm. you been living? You've been in prison because you've accepted their bullshit to which people will say, what other bullshit is there? Fucking all of it. You have to take all the bullshit. You have to take all the bullshit that you've ever learned in anything and create something inside you that's unique to you. You reminded me of a techno tune there. It goes, you have to take all the anger, all the hate, and push it way down deep into the pit of your stomach and let it explode like reactor. Reactor. (laughs) But you're right. We have to, this is, freedom, when you have your so-called freedoms taken away from you it's for you to really truly understand i i don't feel like i'm in a prison like i don't see that it just is an opportunity to create something new Mm -hmm. and to educate yourself my i've never been my business is busier now than it's ever been and i'm like will you all go back to 
fucking work. Yeah, yeah everybody's sitting at home <laughs> reaching out Not to me. Not really. I keep coming. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, but I'm busier now than I was before the quarantine because now people absolutely have <laughs> great. <laughs> and one of the memes that when, when this all thing first went down, one of the memes that really made me laugh was the that one puppet Muppet thing. It's like when you realize quarantine is like your daily life, and you you've had to make no changes. It's like oh. So daily life yeah. is referred to as quarantine. I'm like, well, that's me. You know, I, I wake up and sometimes I go out, sometimes I don't go out. I don't know. I'm just pissed off that they took the gyms. Like that's, you know, that's really annoying. So, so the, the people that want to get fit and the people that are strong enough to fight back, no, we're taking the gyms from you. But the alcoholics, or I don't want to say oh, the yeah. alcoholics. The reason they're saying that the liquor store can stay open is because this is a true story, by the way. They said that, if we close the liquor stores in Canada, <laughs> the amount of alcoholics going through withdrawal would jam up and shut down the hospitals. Who in the absolute fuck believes that there are that many near death liver failure alcoholics happily functioning throughout the day that without their LCBO, their liquor store, their beer store, their weed shops, they would die in 14 days absolute fucking bullshit and that's the wow. most passion i've ever put into a swear word on this entire podcast but it is no, the most atrociously garbage <laughs> thing that i have ever seen and they're all gonna die if you take their alcohol from them and then you see people you see people defending that point well you know there's so many stupid drunk people out there that if you take their alcohol from them for 14 days They'll gum up the hospitals with death and failing livers. Fuck me. Good lamb. <laughs> you know, and on that note, I do have to cut it short because I've got another coaching call. I've got to go help somebody do something great. Yeah. So <laughs> we're well, gonna you wrap. go do help someone to help with little of that as well. <laughs> Absolutely. You put all the passion into it. You pulled it all out of me. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, did you? Uh, I'm going to have the links again uh, back to your book so people can take a look at your stuff. She's got some great books, ladies and gentlemen. She's got some great ideas. And I hope you write about this because this is the next thing that needs to be talked about. It's the next chapter in my book. <laughs> like it's, everyone's like, Dawn, I bet this was you, wasn't it? Yeah, it this was, was you. you. It's always it was been you. you. It's always been Dawn. <laughs> She, she was the one sailing around the world mysteriously, ladies and gentlemen. Her middle name is COVID too. So, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm putting the signs together here. <laughs> Uh, and to all my crazy friends, I'm lying about that. She's actually a really nice person. She didn't give you all cancer, COVID, or whatever the hell it's going to be. Zika virus, SARS. The giggle virus. <laughs> the GVID. Yeah, she's got that. She's got the GVID going on for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, so I will link up your stuff in the description. You're going to be fully taken care of. Is there anything you wanted to say to anybody right now? Well, we, we, we will have you back on the show. That's for sure. You're, you're a great guest. And we did talk about a lot. And, I could go on for hours and hours and hours, obviously. As yeah. We should just record a whole day. Right. A full day, 24 hour. What do they call that? The filibuster podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk about gumming up the phone lines. Here we go. You can do a live. There's talk about going, doing a few lives and having a phone and thing. And that'll, that'll probably come. But it's, it's coming. It's coming. There's, there's going to be a change of guard. There's going to be people raising their hand going, I can't fall for this shit anymore. And there's going to, this mm -hmm. is, this to me is going to bring a mass awakening. So at the end of the day, I can't, I can't even get mad at it. It's going to get weird. Oh, it's mm -hmm. going to get weird, but it's going to get think, very weird. I think it's going to bring, I think it's going to bring great things at the end of it all. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. 
Oh, it's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. And on that note, I guess we'll sign off from here. So, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.